always behave himself and uh, do the homework. Thanks for coming to the Sun the Smiley podcast. My name is Ed Hill, and I am a stand-up comedian and the Sun the Smiley. What you're about to hear are some stories about me, some stories about my dad, and some stories between my dad and I. So sit back, relax, and don't forget to smile. I am back, everybody. It's been a very long time. I know it's last time I spoke to you was the beginning of July, and、uh, I am currently sitting in the middle of Arizona on the three-day tour here down here.、Um, it's been a while, and I have been all over the place. I've been to Regina, I've been to Hamilton, I've been to Calgary, I have been. Everywhere, pretty much,、um, at every single Fringe Festival, and I'm still in the midst of it. I am still,、um, you know, halfway through. I got a few more Fringe Festivals coming up, and one thing I got to share with all of you guys is, is really exciting. I will. I'm going to be in New York City next year.、Um, before the finalization of the second hour, I'm working on, as some of you may know or paying attention to.、Um, I am going to be doing off off Broadway run, so some、um, more information of that will come. And I'll let everybody know, and it's very exciting. You know, it's always been one of my goals to actually to be able to perform somewhere near Broadway. Obviously, I'm not on Broadway specifically. I'm off off Broadway. One day, hopefully, I'll be right next to Hamilton. But hey, for now, that's I'm totally cool with it.、Um, Yeah, it's you know I've I've been talking about this with some people I know, and I never thought they will come, and the day is coming, and I'm、uh, I'm very excited to actually to be doing this.、Um, met some incredible people in the last six weeks.、Um, you know, some of you may be paying attention to my blog on my website, Lawrence, which is the sound tech、um, at Hamilton Fringe, was absolutely amazing.、Um, you know. In Regina, also the tech there worked her butt off.、Um, I thank her also for the work that she did、um, at Calgary Fringe. Everybody's incredible, you know. It's Serena、um, and Kayla,、um, who's her apprentice, who was、um, there doing the tech behind the scenes. Very, very nice people. I know, and it's it's interesting because I'm I'm moving outside of the comedy circuit, and I'm starting to meet people in the theater circuit. And they're different, obviously, but it's、um, it's just so nice to see a different flavor of life and how people are. And you know, these are the genuine stories that I, I truly treasure. And I thank everybody for you know giving their time to me and giving me a moment in their lives and to be able to you know share these moments with me.、Um, Got lots of going on,、um, lots of places I'm gonna be coming up. So、um, hopefully I'll see everybody somewhere. You know, I was just in、uh, Prescott、um, yesterday, and、uh, I've been pronouncing it Prescott, which、uh, nobody thinks that's cool. So I'm glad I got corrected at the show. I asked the audience, "How do I spell the name or pronounce the name in your town?" They're like, "It's Prescott, Ed. You never seem more immigrant than your whole life." I'm like, "Thank you. I got it." Um, after the show, though, it was quite interesting. People were coming up.、Um, they really enjoyed the show. I did longer than I was supposed to. I, I, you know, I do feel bad about that. You know, I know people's time are precious. I think I did about an hour and ten minutes rather than an hour.、Uh, 
Um, I wasn't even planning to do an hour, but it was just, um, you know, people, people were into it. So I was, you know, I was just going along with them and, uh, you know, some people came up to the show and they're very nice. They they um they were saying thank you. And some people were like, you know, I don't understand why you came to our town. You don't have to. You can do bigger stages and bigger places. And, you know, that has never been my mentality. That has never been where I look at a place and say, yeah, I don't either I'm too good for it or I don't think this is deserves my time. You know, human beings are human beings. It doesn't matter where they choose to live. You know, and, and I think where you live actually gives you a different sense of who you are. And I think that's really important. And I, I, I think um, it's just, you know, based on that, what people say to me there, that reflection, I was like, because I've traveled so much, because I've been to so many places, because I've met so many people from different backgrounds, I see that the world is not just this three block neighborhood around me where, you know, potentially everyone will have the same opinion their same outlook on life we're all very very diverse and unique we're, i mean we're very similar but there's also so much out there and at the essence of it it led me to you know understand the human condition is that we are all going through very similar things or struggles or you know or downfalls or misery or suffering and you know and you don't see that until you step out of your bubble. And I'm, I'm thankful, you know, to be able to actually go somewhere um, and have people come. You know, that's just, you know, again, you know, somebody said to me the other day, like, Eddie, you have a good attitude. I really appreciate it. And I was like, you know, the stuff we're doing, this the whole stand-up comedy thing or performance, talking in front of people, this is, this is incredible. This is unreal. Like, I... I I was born in the place in the world where this is a fantasy. Like, go up stage and talk shit and get paid. Like, this is this is a dream. Like, who cares if it's not arena? You know, it's you're doing something that's 99% of the world can't do. They have to wake up and go to work and, and, and bust their butt and do what they got to do. And I get to do this. You know, it's, it's truly a privilege. Um, and I don't take it for granted. Um, and it's, it's always exciting. Things always come up. Um, sometimes, you know, it's, it's not fun, but it's, it's hilarious. It's, yeah, I think the most miserable moments are usually the funniest. Um, even the minor annoyances are funny to me now. I'll, I'll tell you, when I was my way to go my way to, to Regina, um, and, and I think you guys are all aware of this, is that um, all the airlines are a disarray. Everything is a mess. Nothing is going the way it is. Toronto Airport looks like a graveyard for briefcases. So if you want to go visit a mass grave for um, suitcase, that's where you go. It's just everyone's stuff is there. I think, you know, I, I think that's a really good place to actually to go to see what suitcase you'd like to purchase <laughs> for your next trip. Because everyone, it's got every style and it's got everything from every brand from every nation because it's just this is how you know out of sorts that place was but as you know the, the airports and all that stuff is all over the place and everything is just out of whack so um i i didn't know this but apparently airlines are doing these things where because they don't know how many people are going to show up for the flight so they oversell so they sell more tickets than they can actually have um and then you know i show up for my flight you know, at the airport to go to Regina, and I I get this notification. It says um, you're on standby, and I was like, I didn't buy it. 
like I, I'm not on a buddy pass or I, I'm not on a, some sort of promotion. This I I didn't get a standby seat. I usually I usually don't. I don't want to be part of that, you know, chaos. So um, so I, I go to the counter. And so what happened was they explained like, OK, sir, you know, be, I know you're confused, but let me uh, let me tell you this is we sell more seats than there are on a plane. So just in case people show up, we can basically still make our money because we don't want to have empty seats because, you know, we want to make a profit. And I was like, so what did I buy? Did I buy a chance to be on a flight? Like, are you guys a lottery corporation now rather than a, an airline? So the guy obviously was very sorry because he knows it's not an okay thing to do to people. So he pulls out this card. He's like, I really recommend you emailing um, our head office and complain. They'll give you, um, you know, a lot of promos and perks and stuff like that. So I, I go and sit back down. I'm looking at this card. I'm like, okay, I guess. And there's no phone number because they don't want you to call them because I'm sure that would just bombard the whole network and things are just going to go down. So I'm sitting there looking at this car and I'm like, okay, I guess I got to do this. And I, I don't know if I'm going to go on my flight. So maybe I got to go home, you know, right after this. And there goes my shows. But it happens, you know. So I'm sitting there and the lady next to me is like, it happened to you too? I'm like, yeah, exactly. I'm, she's like, this is ridiculous. I'm like, I know. I mean, what can you do? So I'm sitting there contemplating if I should go home or email this thing. And, you know, they, they kind of told me that they will let me know 20 minutes before the flight takes off if I'm on the flight. Um, and it was the last flight of the day, so I'm not getting on anything else unless I sleep at the airport till tomorrow morning. So I might as well just go home. And one of the other, um, you know, clerks was walking around because I think it's a smaller flight. So people with a roller bag is going to be have a difficult time putting overhead. So he's coming around asking people to check it um, as a courtesy check and they won't charge you money for it. So I'm sitting there with my roller bag. He comes up to me and says, sir, we'd, we'd like you to check your bag. I said, I would love to check my bag. But what seat are you checking this bag to? I mean, are you checking it to the wing? Because I'm currently on standby. So if I check the bag, pretty sure it's going to end up in the graveyard in Toronto. And then people can shop around and see if this is something they want to buy. And he was like, oh, uh, so he kind of runs back to the counter. So I think because he asked me that, now he's like, well, I already disappointed him once. I don't think I should disappoint him again. So he goes back to the counter. He talks to, I don't know who the manager was. And he comes back literally five minutes later. He's like, I got you a seat. Can we check your bag? And I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe I should just run up the bag checking in the first place. I would have got a seat right away. Forget this whole standby business. So I check my bag, I get my seat, I'm like, this is great, this is awesome. And then there's a lot of um, workers. I don't know why, there's these like eight of them. But I think some of them were wearing different clothes. So I, I, I noticed, I think they're in training. So I think the airlines is in disarray because everybody is new. So I'm watching them do this training thing and they, they're trying to get people to stand a certain way so they can greet people, go on the plane and you know check them in for the their tickets and stuff like that. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I mean, they're new, it's nothing wrong with that. So I go up, time to board the flight. I'm like, oh, at least I'm going. I gave the ticket to the lady, and then she has to check my ID. Canadian flights, for some reason, want to check your IDs. Americans don't do it. Only Canadians do it. Because after you get to security, apparently, you can still smuggle somebody in. I don't know how that works. It makes no sense to me. Anyways, um, so 
I gave her a ticket. She looks at my um, ID. I take my mask off and she goes, welcome aboard, Mrs. Edward. I'm just like, yo, <laughs> like at this point, I don't even know what to tell you. First of all, you said I was in the lottery and then you want to check my bag to an unknown seed and now you call me a missus, which, you know, I I could identify that, but that's not me. Let's just be honest. I am not a missus. Um, a missus Edward? Edward? Really? I was just like, thank you. I didn't even bother correcting her. I'm like, well, this is how you're going to do your job. Then enjoy your job. That's You're not going to last very long. You're going to call everybody just whatever, you know, abbreviation you want to. You're going to call the next person professor, you know, Jeremiah. I don't know. Just I, I don't care. I was going to get on the flight. Everything else was fine until we're about to take off and the pilot comes on. He goes, hey, I'm sorry, we're delayed. I'm like, okay, I don't know why we're delayed. Everyone's on the flight. And by the way, I'm looking around the flight, empty seats everywhere. Like my row is empty. I don't know how they got to the point when they think they oversold. You obviously didn't sell a single ticket. So it's just flight's day. I'm like, cool, whatever. Just do what you do. It's it's okay. I'm just going to sit here and wait. And then, uh, and then, it just doesn't take off. And I, I kind of fell asleep and I woke up. We're still at where we're at. So I'm like, okay, what's going on? And then he comes on the announcement again. He goes, oh, we're waiting for a part because um, we've got to fly apart to Regina. So the flight tomorrow leaving Regina won't be delayed. I was like, you're worried about tomorrow? How about today? How about the people here right now? How about you get us to Regina and you figure out your parts later? I mean, you have a whole night to get your part there. So... We take off like an hour and a half later. I don't get a Regina until like middle of the night. But at least it didn't fall from the sky, you know? They they could have made it worse. Anyways, yeah. It's always fun to be back on the road and fun to deal with all these things. Um, I hope to see you guys somewhere um, along the road. I'll be on the road for a little while, actually. Um, going to be going to a, a bunch of places. If you want to check it out, you know my website, kingandhill.com. Um, and yes, I do apologize. I haven't been around. I'm back now. I hope to talk to you more often and, uh, yeah, I'll see you next time with a brand new story on being the son of Smiley. Take care, everybody. <laughs>